It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means that the Jacksonville Jaguars are um, they're just going to get a whole real estate in London. It's just start building a build a stadium now. Just go. I hope Trevor Lawrence. I hope Sunshine's got a taste for crumpets. For what it, crumpets is a that's a um, that's a lady of the night. It's in, like a more disgusting scone. Uh, uh, this yeah. Is, all right. Today's I nine varsity. Today's yep. I nine varsity. The varsity of weirdo English foods. All right. Okay. English foods. We'll do that at six fifteen. A lot of these words you can't say. Like oh, because they're because you'll be labeled a Bob Huggins. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, this could be the same varsity. The varsity of English foods is the same as the varsity of Bob Huggins' favorite words. Oh, God. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a weird thing. The NFL leaks some of their schedule. We're going to go over all the leaks, so that will be good. The official schedule comes out tomorrow. We will obviously be breaking down our predictions on that at that time. A lot of news in the world of baseball as the hot stove is hotter than usual, Van, because I think the trade deadline is like August 2nd. Mm-hmm. So we got a considerable amount of time. There's been some court rulings that aren't Donald Trump related, and that's in the Henry Ruggs world. We will talk about he, Russell Wilson, running the mouth. The NFL is basically all in on Europe. I guess it's going to be in Germany only. I don't really understand the logistics. We'll touch base on that. The Orioles are doing a special thing. J.J. Reddick to the Raptors is the rumor. We will hit Mm. on that as well. Also, Tyler Lovely is making this show go around. Tyler, how are you, brother? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Mr. Fred? I mean, that's the energy right there, Tyler. That's That's the one. Bring Bring it. it. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go hard or go home. That's that's Tyler being excited right now. Yeah, if you know uh, Tyler, he's that's woo, buddy. That's yeah, an eleven. That's, that's, uh, stop drinking Red Bull. Is what I say to Tyler on that one. That's, that's what right. I say. I came in a little too hype, huh? That's <laughs> just a little too much. Did you say high or hype? Hype. Oh, okay. You can't spell hype without high, though, right? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Good show for Van yesterday. I was off. I'm still in St. Louis, Missouri. We started the program. Uh, yes, or on Monday, the way we'll start it today, I will encourage you, listener, friend of this show, if you are of the age where it is medically suggested, please go get your colon Oscar, please. please go get yourself checked out. Please do your absolute best to take care of yourself, as I know you take care of others, and it is, um, it is an easier battle if you get ahead of it, if there's anything to get ahead of. I'm currently helping my father with a colon cancer diagnosis, and it has been a uh, an up and down world of turbulence, and in that up and down world, we are currently in an up, boys. So everything's going well. By the way, my father he is uh, he is excited to to start his next round of getting betters, and I'm glad to be a part of it. And thank you to you two for being so supportive in my time away. Got Ooh. you, boo. I know you do. I know you do. Shohei Otani's got to go, man. That's the word around. Major League Baseball, and do you want to talk about how much of a positive that is for Shohei or how much of a negative that is for Mike Trout? Oh, it's all negative for Mike Trout. Let's start there. He's gotten gotten no help his whole career. Been in the playoffs once and got swept. That's it. It's such a crazy sport to me to where you can have, and it's almost unarguable, but you can have the two best guys currently doing it, and you can just be losers. Yeah, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. You got Mike Trout, the best player in our generation, and Mm -hmm. Shohei Otani, the best baseball player of all time. 
I said it. Quote me. I think he might be the best baseball player of all time. Longevity to be proven. Yeah. But what he's done since he came into the Major League Baseball, he is the best to ever do it. He is um, simply incredible. It's um, you didn't. You're not going to go with simply the best, better than all like, the rest. You mean just rip one from Tina Turner? Yes. That's your plan. Yeah, I want to. I mean, I want to say it like that. I want to. I want to put it out in the cosmos and be like, hey, here's more of the obvious on Shohei Otani. I did not predict the rumor mill that has surrounded him as far as him finding a new team before the end of this season. And I think I have an infinite money glitch in the world, Van. I think I have an idea, boys, so write this down. Buy stock in every team that's not the Angels. Mm -hmm. Buy stock right now. And then as soon as Shohei Otani is traded to one of those teams, sell every other stock that you had and keep the one with Shohei Otani. Well, here, I'll do you one better. Short Angels stock. Like significantly if you, short. If you, know, if you know what that means, short Angels stock. Because they're going to crumble at the trade deadline this year or way before. I think he stays there all the way up until the second. Do you feel the same way? Oh, they milk it as long as possible. They oh, do that. Yeah. They do their best to reopen contract negotiations, and when that's going to fail because they've done nothing for him and Mike Trout, they have to do their absolute best. If if you're in the market for Shohei Otani, I'm giving you my whole minor league system. I'm not I'm not worried about the the best top five prospects. I'm not trying to protect your favorite players in the minor leagues, the player air quotes, players of the future, your blue chip prospects. I'm giving you everyone. If I could have Shohei Otani for a decade, you can have everything. Well, and the reason we even bring this conversation up of trading and movement is because I guess it was last night, Van, Shohei Otani passes Babe Ruth with the toll. Uh, he's got the most strikeouts. So he has the strikeout record of players with 100-plus home runs. So Shohei Otani has over 100 dingers. He also has over 500 strikeouts now. And that puts him higher than Babe Ruth in the category of strikeouts, obviously not in the category of home runs. And I'm not afraid in the sport of baseball to put guys up against other guys from different time periods, from different lineages. There's, there's kind of that generational. I think the NBA now is so much better than the NBA in the 90s, but people that – don't think that, won't hear a conversation correctly. I think in baseball you can do it. And I think Shohei Otani compared to Babe Ruth is a better baseball player than Babe Ruth. And I think Shohei Otani compared to modern-day competition is better than everyone is doing it. And I think the sport is better than it's ever been right now. Uh, You're half right on that. Okay. I agree that Shohei Otani is better than Babe Ruth. I agree that Shohei Otani is the best baseball player of all time. But Shohei Otani... The gap in between Shohei Otani and Mike Trout isn't as far as in between Babe Ruth and a guy who was a butcher in the offseason because that's who Babe Ruth was playing against. He's playing against farmers and butchers and welders. Shohei Otani is putting up these numbers against actual professional athletes. He's putting them up against guys who only play the game. Yes. They don't do anything else. Yeah. They played the game for the entirety of the time that they've been physically able to do stuff. And then after he strikes them out, they delete their Twitters. Yeah. Like he is the most talent in the whole world. He destroys you on the playing surface, then he destroys your personal life. This isn't like you said. This isn't like 
like um, Country Bumpkin, who who has to get out before the lights go down at the ballpark because he works yeah. the overnight shift at the rail depot. This is the highest competition ever. And the Angels can't afford to keep him because you should be able to trade him for a king's ransom. Yes. I don't know what a Japanese king is called, but he is one of them, and he needs to be traded immediately to a to contender. St. Louis Cardinals. You pack it if you package Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, <laughs> and you just get everything in the world that you want. Name a price. You, they won't move Mike Trout. Do you want? Do you think they want him to retire an angel and like super sad? <laughs> just loathe, the- loathe every day he walks out and plays uh-huh. this kid sport that he's worked his ass off his whole life. And then every time he goes up to bat, he's just thinking about how much he hates the Angels. And he turns pure Sith, and he starts hitting 50 home runs a year like he's already been doing. But now he does it out of hate instead out of love of the game because he hates the Angels and Artie Marino so bad. He turns into the bad guy. He starts getting neck tattoos like Yadier Molina. He starts getting hammered every night. He starts riding the subway like John Rocker. Mike Trout goes hard heel turn because he hates Artie Marino. Next on Dateline. There's also this weird conversation amongst guys who's not really a baseball fan, how they don't get that Babe Ruth didn't pitch and play in the field in the same day. No. Like, that's like a Shohei thing. Sure. And then Shohei will take the day off after a, after a start, but Hardly then he'll play ever. the other four. Hardly ever. Not anymore. Like, that was the original game plan. Now he's in the DH role the very next day. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's nuts. And Babe, Ruth, be- Babe Ruth only did it for like two and a half years. When the Yankees saw him hitting dingers for the Red Sox, like, oh, you're not pitching anymore. We don't need you to pitch. Get over here, big guy. Pop us some dingers. Shohei Otani will pitch until his arm falls off. Well, and, and you're talking about that Babe Ruth thing where like he only kind of did the double duty for – Two and a half seasons or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I'm I'm recognizing the show he's done it longer, but he's only been an angel for like four and some change. Yeah. Like 2018. So what's that? Five five years. He's been an angel for five years. This is not like the longest career in the history of baseball. This is the first five years. What? And usually MLB is getting these overseas players when they're like 30, when their first 10 year contract is up. They got Shohei Otani when he's 22. Shohei Otani isn't even 30 yet. He's 28. He is entering his prime. He's already the best player in the history of baseball, and he's entering his prime. He's going to get all of the money. What What is, I, I loosely said the phrase King's Ransom because I think that's relatable to friend of the show. What is the ransom? What is the price for Shohei Otani? What does it cost? Uh, I will give you a low-end number. Okay. Shohei Otani is a $350 million hitter. Shohei Otani is a $250 million pitcher. Shohei Otani is a $600 million baseball player. The low, the low end will be $600 million. I'm recognizing that as, as like the cost to the Angels if they, were, if they retain him or whatever team assigns him. But you got to acquire him first. Yeah. Like, do you move an entire minor league team? And yes. I'm not joking. No, seriously, everyone. You give everyone. The money you make off of Shohei Otani, that is worldwide money you're going to make off of Shohei Otani. It's, it's insane to think 
that he's about to be the highest paid non-soccer athlete in the world, and he will rival all the other big soccer contracts. But it doesn't matter how much you pay him because you're getting way more back. He should do whatever team ends up with him. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of just like a West Coast team. So if it's San Diego, which for some reason comes off a lot of money, or Seattle because historically they've done really well with international players and obviously the West Coast. He he worships Ichiro. Yeah. Well, yeah. the Angels won't trade him to the Mariners, but you get, you get the point I'm trying to make here. But if, if you end up in a place where your Major League Baseball team was showing Otani, like – all, like invest in like a shipping container. Like invest in like like a like a barge to bring merchandise over from across the seas yes. and and rake in that dollars too. Take the Jerry Jones approach. Like it doesn't have to be fanatics all the time. Like do your own thing and be able to like capitalize on cash all the way around. There's major league baseball teams right now that are hiring guys to maximize what they can make off of Shohei Otani if they can get Shohei Otani. I promise you, I'm not making that up. No. I promise you. There is someone saying, "Cool, a, a translator costs this much, and a and a uh, this part of town where he would prefer to live costs this much, and we can put marketing here, and we can do." And, and you're at the end of it, you're like, "This is the craziest spreadsheet I've ever seen." We'll make one billion dollars immediately you for making this spreadsheet. Immediately, you give away your whole minor league system. You give Shohei Otani three quarters of a billion dollars, and right. you're still going to be in the black. So crazy. Probably year one or two. So crazy to me. You, like, and I guess you can keep wearing sixteen forever or whatever. But like, give him a number that no one's ever worn. Give him something crazy. Dude, give him like put a, put a Chinese letter on his back. Who cares? I think he's Japanese. He's but very, yeah, he's d- very Japanese. Yeah, but yes, I'll, I agree. Give them a Japanese and a Chinese. Give them a whatever you want. Have one for each part of the country. I don't care. From the Sports Animal Live chat on our live stream at Talk ABQ on Facebook and Instagram, uh, the live chat is hoping that he goes to the Mariners. He will not. They will no. not trade him interdivisionally. I promise you that. I think if he this is if I'm making an actual prediction, Washington Nationals. If I'm making an actual prediction, you're an insane person. He is. He is you. not even leaving. California. He is not even leaving Los Angeles. He's not leaving Orange County. He is going right across the street to the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're one of a small handful of teams who can afford him and who have the prospects in their minor league system. They got the major league talent to give to the Angels. Chet said, they actually they don't just give the oh oh sorry Tyler what's that? Sorry, Chet said a man can dream. (laughs) Good luck with that. The to me, I think you're right as far as the Dodgers. But you don't just give them the farm system; you give them all of Oklahoma City. You give them them all. Like you, you get the you don't just get our minor league team in Oklahoma City. You get the entirety of the city. We will buy it for you. Yeah. Give it to you, Anaheim. You call it Anaheim number two. You're going to have from, to give up more than Oklahoma City. Let's be real this, here. Shohei Otani is worth more than the city of Oklahoma City. He, he's worth more than a McDonald's that goes over the highway. From the Sports Animal live chat. Florida taxes would be a better move. I don't disagree doesn't with matter. that. There's a couple places, right? But it's only ones that's got baseball teams. It's like your New Hampshire doesn't count. Well, I guess you could live in one of those big cities out there and reside in New Hampshire. I don't really know how that works. But like Montana, they don't have that. Uh, Texas yeah. would be one. You could the end up Bahamas. In Texas. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> yeah. a lot of guys like claim they live in Puerto Rico. That's like a pro wrestling move. Mm-hmm. Like all the biggest pro wrestlers live in Puerto Rico because the tax rate is 
whatever, 2% or 4% or whatever, it's the lowest of all time, as opposed to living in California, where he is probably realistically, I mean, he's got a tax guy, but he probably realistically has to fight losing 50 or 49 cents off every dollar he makes. Because that's what the tax rate's like in California. Like, it's, I mean, I'm sure he gets around it. I'm sure he's clever. Like, that's not, but he's paying someone to help him do that. Yeah. Do you, does does it matter when you have three quarters of a billion dollars? Yes. I'm going to say hard no. This guy wants legacy. Let's you, grab you, a call. Well, let's do this. Let's go to break. When we get back, tell a uh, friend of the show, Lenny, is with us, and we'll have him on after the break. It has been a minute since I've talked to Lenny, so I hope this break doesn't take too long. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Come on, yeah. Come on, yeah. Back Come on the program. Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610. The Sports Animal. Thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you for calling the Sports Animal Hotline. Friend of the show, Lenny. Lenny, welcome, brother. How are you? Hey, Can you hear me? I got you, my man. What's going on? Hello. I, I might not be getting Lenny unless you are, Van. Cutting out. Uh, can you hear me now? I can, absolutely. Lenny, can you hear us? What about now? We will stir up the phone lines as Tyler is working on that, I assure you, on his end. Undoubtedly, Lenny is going to talk about how the Shoei Otani needs to find a way to make his money go away tax-wise but keep it all optimally, and that's what the Sports Animal chat line said as well. They said he should play in Florida, incorporate in Delaware, keep the money in the Cayman Islands. Smart. There's a lot going on there. That's the one. There you yeah. go. Magic formula. Tyler, any luck with uh, with Lenny? Is he back? Okay, well, you let me know. I mean, we'll make that cool. Happen we'll figure it out eventually. We ain't going nowhere. Put in a pin in the show, hey, talk. I. It's incredible to think you trade the best guy. I can't think of other times when the best guy has been traded. Huh, Babe Ruth. <laughs> his biggest comp. Yeah, I guess so. Albert Poulos left as a free agent. Michael Jordan left as a free agent. Tom Brady left as a free. I mean, there's just not an example. Hulk Hogan left as a free agent. Oh, like, there's oh not God. an example. There's not one, Van. I'm trying. Lenny, welcome back to the program. How are you, friend? Lenny, come up for air with me, my man. Okay, can you hear me now? Hey. Yes, sir. Welcome to the program, hey. Lenny. How are you doing? So, let's get real with Otani. Yep. He can't play for the Angels because that owner is one of the worst in baseball. A lot of truth there. Okay. So we got to deal with that. Second, he's already starting national campaigns. You see him already on TV. But where and what market will he make the most in local revenue also? So you're talking about taxes, and that's going to be New York with the Asian community in New York City. There's more Asians on the West Coast. Cohen will have no problem backing up the Brinks truck and everything from Point Seventy Two Hedge Fund to get him signed. He's not going to sign with the Padres. No one's going to trade for him because you saw how bad the Soto trade. I think I'm losing Lenny, but I'm getting the point of what Lenny is trying to communicate here to where it is 
dangerous if you do, if you are the Angels and you make the move because you have to get the value back in return. And it's dangerous if you don't because if you do nothing, you're the ownership who did nothing. And because there's this belief across Major League Baseball, Lenny, we appreciate you, brother. I know I get. First, we'll try. Lenny's we'll try going. again some other time, Lenny. What's the What's the cell phone service that Lenny has? Cricket. Yes. Okay. Like, what's worse than that one? The, <laughs> to me, you have to do something because if you do nothing, you're the guy that did nothing. But I do also believe that there is a belief system in Major League Baseball that the Angels don't know how to make the right decision because they don't know how to make the right decision. No one is going to give them like a suitable offer. And they don't know how to counter. They don't know how to press those buttons to pressure to say, hey, not only are you not offering enough, you have to make these moves because they don't know what to ask for. They've never done it before. Do you remember the Albert Pujols deal? Like they don't do the thing that makes sense. And the and – the... What's his name? Anthony Rendon deal and right. all the uh, Matt Harvey and all the other money they've wasted on humps throughout the years. They're going to screw this up, too. But, I mean, you have to ask for everything. Like, I was not joking when you asked for someone's whole minor league system. Mm-hmm. You give them, I don't know what the biggest legal um, haul you can get, but that's it. You give them 20 of your best players. If that's legal, you give them... 20 prospects, the the top 20 in your system, and you have to give them uh, X amount of money to pay for all this. The whatever, the whatever the blank checkest amount you could think of, that's what you got to give them. Also, if you're any team, you're trading for a guy that every day there's a sentence that says, did you know this is the first guy since Babe Ruth? Do you know what the value is? Sure. Yes, absolutely. And we know how bad baseball is getting hit in the media with all the rule changes and the, the Astros cheating and people are still doing steroids no matter what. I mean, we there's no face. We, we talk about it on this program all the time, how there's not a face of baseball, how they do a horrible job marketing their players. No one knows what any casual sports fans don't know what any baseball player looks like. Guess what? Every human on the planet knows who Shohei Otani is and what he looks like. You give Sweet, everything. I I want to see Shohei Otani go to the Yankees and be hated. I want to see Shohei Otani go to the Mets and be hated. I want to see Shohei Otani do one of these things because I love the idea of go, like babyface heel. You know how I am. Sure. Like I love pro wrestling. Like if you if you can make that happen, Major League Baseball, you're getting two birds with one stone. Now, if Shohei ends up in lovable Baltimore somehow, or if he ends up in one of these these uh, oh look at this up and coming like uh, no one's gonna root for that. People are gonna root against though. People are gonna root against Shohei Otani. I promise you that if you give him the right jersey, because right now there's not enough people rooting for him there's just people kind of marveling and i don't i don't like i'll be a guy right now like i don't know a shohei jersey like but would i buy a yankees one if everyone hated him on the yankees i sure would like i need baseball needs that extra whatever it is incentive thing and i I, do you lie do you like go to the team that's trading for him and say hey you know we don't have a lottery system and picks or whatever but you know we'll help you out with something dumb down the road. I don't know what something dumb is, but there's 
there's futures in baseball. Like these owners have made a lot of money figuring out how to do things. Like I put him on a bad guy team. Tell that bad guy team we got you. We're putting you in prime time. We're doing whatever. I I'm sorry to tell you this, but the Yankees aren't the bad guys anymore. What? They they haven't been for a while since the Astros since the Astros cheating scandal. My beloved Astros are the bad guys now. And if you want a second place bad guy, it's probably the Dodgers are second place bad guy because they're good every year and they pay all the money for these players and they pluck players from all yeah. these other teams. They're the bad guys. Yankees are like the the team on the cusp again. They got super lovable Aaron Judge, super lovable Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Cole's t- kind of a douche, but they got like super lovable Nestor Cortez. Like the Yankees aren't what they used to be. Like they're still the evil empire. They're still good. They're like top five in spending every year, but they're not what they used to be. And I honestly don't think if Shohei goes to a bad guy team that they will be the bad guy team for more than a day. I just had a moment where I was agreeing with you, which I hate. Sorry. But I just had a moment where it was, hey, you're right. The Yankees are my dad's team, and I love my dad. No. Therefore, I love the Yankees. There like, you go. That is what the Yankees have become. Yeah. But to me, when I grew up with you know the, the 1996 on St. Louis Cardinals, like I hate the Yankees. Right. Like, I have to. But I super love them. I super love them, and I want them to be in the mix. Same way I want Notre Dame to be in the mix. Right. The same way I want the Dallas Cowboys to New be New York in the mix. Knicks this year. Love. Oh, hey. Yeah. Go Knicks. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, Good luck, losers. <laughs> we'll talk NBA in the 6 o'clock hour. That's going to lead off the bottom of the 6 o'clock hour, obviously. Whenever we get back, programming note, Van, we're bumping rust to the 6 o'clock hour. We're going to hit this Bob Huggins story pretty heavy. Cool. Um, I don't have a surprised face right now. I put this on the list of things that make complete sense to me. Sure. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Sports animal. This is the mighty, mighty boss tones. Is that who this is? That's the impression that I get. Should I be swing dancing? Should I be swing dancing? I forgot my zoot suit. Riot. Riot. You still got that uh you still got that switchblade comb, Fred, that I know you love so much? I got the song for you. The one I keep rolled up in my white t shirt sleeve. Yeah, you do. You still pull the filters off your Marlboro Reds? I put a little brill cream in my hair this morning. That's nice. Straight back. Straight back. It's kind of an interesting one. So often um idiots. Say idiotic things. Oh, sure. I've been talking on the radio for about 20 years. It's a long time. 505-246-0610, text the show. The show is two men on. Oh, I've yeah. been talking on the radio for about 20 years. Do you know how many times I've used a, a like a derogative word? The answer is zero. Do you know how many times I've used hate speech? The answer is zero. Unless I'm talking about the Cubs. <laughs> nice. Do you know how many times I've said something to like get like a like a like a like a gas reaction? Like never. Like you like 
It doesn't work that way. Like, radio is recorded. So you end up in these situations, Tom Brenneman, a couple years ago, um, dumb stuff. Sure. Hey, and also, I'm not talking, like, secretly recorded, private conversation. Like, that's all another conversation. Mm-hmm. This is knowing that you're sitting down. You got a microphone head- and headphones on. <laughs> like, there's no more intimate conversation in the entirety of the world than sitting across from someone, speaking directly into a microphone, hearing their exact words through headsets. Nothing more intimate in the whole world as far as conversation goes. And if you don't have the social awareness or cognitive ability to identify that, you're an idiot. Sure. Cool. Bob Huggins is an idiot. Yes. Correct. I have the quote. I'm going to read it to you. And what careful. I'm going to do is I'm going to, yep, I'm going to be <laughs> real careful. Careful. Quote. And this is talking, all right, so Bob Huggins, he's on Cincinnati Radio. He's on with a guy named Bill Cunningham. Uh, Also, I'm about to be that guy, and no offense if you have a show that you like that does this, weirdo Joe Rogan fans. Don't name your show after yourself. Name your show a show name. That's it. That's the tip. This is not the the Fred and Van show. That is a stupid name for a show. It's Van quits and moves to the Caribbean islands with a girl he meets on the dating app. I'm not renaming this show the Fred Slow Show. Super that's likely. A, that's a, your scenario is. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, we could name it a lovely show, and it would be me and Tyler hosting the lovely show. And I don't. I, I actually don't think that's bad. What <laughs> slow loving? It's not your worst. Loving? No, these all work. So Bob Huggins is on this show. With this cat named Bill Cunningham called the Bill Cunningham Show. Genius. Oh Joe, what a marketing tycoon. <laughs> my, when I made this, it was BCS like college football, y'all. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a Cincinnati-based radio station off uh, one of those three-letter Cincinnati ones. So he was discussing his rivalry with Xavier uh, when he was Cincinnati's head coach. And he was Cincinnati's head coach from like 90 to to 2005, like 25 years or 15 years, whatever that math is. Yeah. So he made some anti-gay comments, Van. Well, he started off anti-Catholic. Well, hold on. <laughs> it's all in the same. <laughs> yeah, sure. This is talking about, if you remember, there was like a, uh, I don't even, I'm going to be careful with my words here. There was like a sex toy incident. Is that what I want to say? Yes. Sex toy. Okay. Wait, hold on. S- we can't say the D word on air? I don't know, and I'm not going to chance it. What's okay. the point? All right. Not now. Quote, quote, Catholics don't do that. I tell you what, any school that can throw rubber on the floor and then say they didn't do it, by God, they can get away with anything, Huggins said. Quote, it was the crosstown shootout. It was all those derogative for homosexuals, F-bomb, those Catholic derogative for homosexual F-bombs. I think they were envious they didn't have one. <sighs> now, first off, I'm going to be in his defense. Oh, God. For, this tracks. For the smallest amount of time. That when he asked if they transferred to his college and he said Catholics don't do that. I don't know if that's a Catholics not getting divorced joke. But that is strong if he meant to do that. 
After that, it goes off the rails, very homophobic, very hate-filled, and it's absolutely awful. He then apologizes by saying, I used a completely insensitive and abhorrent phrase and that there's simply no excuse for it. I won't try to make one here. I deeply apologize to the individuals I've offended, as well as the Xavier University community, the University of Cincinnati, and West Virginia, which he, which is that is where he's currently at, right? And there's a deep drive in the left field by yeah. Castellanos. It'll be a home run, so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting this headset on again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for Spock Sports, Ohio, Ellipsis. <laughs> Shout out to Tom Bredelman. He's a legend now for all these hate-filled people. Oh, people that love Tom Brenneman are the same guys that are like, Trump's not a rapist. He's just everything else. Guys that love Tom Brenneman are like, DeSantos shouldn't have got arrested today. Yeah. <laughs> like you could, If you tell me you love Tom Brenneman, I can tell you your opinion on global warming. And those things shouldn't be related, you losers. You know what I'm excited for? That One America Sports show, Brenneman and Huggins. Is that a real show? That's going to be. It's coming soon. <laughs> Huggins didn't get fired. That's the weirdest part of this whole thing. Yeah. So, thanks for that. Like, Huggins catches a fine. Okay. And not even was, a fine. They, uh, you're a perpetuity. He caught a. What, 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 word, what would you call this? He got a pay decrease. Yeah. They're, they're salary gonna, reduction. Yeah. I they're going to they're gonna pay it. him a million dollars less this year. Because he's a bigot. Not this year, forever. Yeah, forever. So he was making a little over four. Now he's making a little over three. So what's up with this money? Does it just go into, like, does he get, like, new office furniture and stuff? Like, what are they doing with this million bucks a year? I mean, do you give it to a pro-plus community charity? Like, Is that is that what is... they did? Because my original I, no, thought No, that's was... a question. Oh, so... Because when I first saw it, I was like, well, this is pretty self-serving. They're just going to put this $100 million, or excuse me, they're just going to put this million dollars into, they're just going to put this million dollars into recruiting. They're just going to put this million dollars into the program. But I just saw a statement, Van, like an hour ago that said West Virginia University uh, says, quote, the annual compensation of Coach Huggins will be reduced by a million bucks. Those dollars will be used to directly support West Virginia University's LGBTQ plus center, the Cruise Center and other state and national organizations that support marginalized communities. Way to go. Ish. I'm, su- I'm super in on this, now, hold on. West Virginia. You didn't think to do that before the old bigot started saying this stuff? And like hey, they- by the way, let's unpackage this for a second. Yeah. I'm not making my surprise face for a second. No. Oh, you're talking, you, you're telling me, the seven-year-old white guy, who was born and raised in West Virginia, lived in West Virginia his whole life, was indoctrinated by West Virginia politics. Married a mountain mama. (laughs) Married a mountain mama. (laughs) Said this out loud, knowingly, with headphones and a microphone in his face. That's the craziest part Not surprised. You telling me the guy. 69, by the way, for the record. Okay. 69 and some change. He didn't turn 69 today. Whatever. He's 70. Got it. (laughs) <laughs> allegedly 70 you tell me the guy who got invited to the white house by donald trump even though his team didn't win the national championship you talking about this guy you talking about the open trump supporter 
got invited to the White House when his team wasn't anywhere close to winning a national championship. That guy said this out loud. Surprise, friggin' surprise. How does he not lose his job, dude? Like, I'm not trying to be that guy. Like, I don't think everyone should lose their job every time they trip up. Like, I'll be the first to say that. But, like, there's kind of a standard in the industry to where when you, like, attack a marginalized community, that that's kind of the end of it for you. Like, you would that's, think. You would you kind of think, right? And there's and I'm this guy, right? Is Bob Huggins a dude who keeps receipts? Mm. Oh, you're talking some Dan Snyder stuff, huh? I am talking some Dan Snyder stuff. Because I know the standard as I see it. What about this is a deviation from the standard? You know what I'm hearing a lot of? It's his Second Amendment right. That's not... That's not what... What? For guns? First off, it's the First Amendment. (laughs) It's not his Second Amendment right. It's the First Amendment right to be hateful. The First Amendment right, the First Amendment only protects you against governmental interference with your speech. Not a business. Not your employer. You say something crazy and hateful, your employer gets to do whatever they want with you. I was looking up the kind of the reviews on this Cunningham show. The Bill Cunningham show. Uh Uh-huh. Apparently, this guy's like a huge loser. Like, I don't know much about him. Like, I can't sit here and be like, whatever. But he's a dude who, like, likes the idea I'm controversial, you know? And it's one of those, like, television shows that's, um, like, locally broadcast. So it's on maybe, like, the CW, but it's on, like, only midday. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like a little bit of a fall from grace, I guess, for old Bill Cunningham here. But, um yeah, he got this, uh, got the soundbite he wanted, right? So, uh, enjoy enjoy your 10 minutes or whatever hanging out here. Number one comment on the article on Fox News. Okay. My daughter graduated from Xavier, and we live in Morgantown, West Virginia, and I work for University Hospital. Funny, we aren't upset. That's just hugs. He called everyone Xavier Catholic F-bombs. Yeah. Nope. That one's... That's also a huge go, net hey, to cast. Go Huggins. He always tells it the way it is. What is the way it oh is? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like a Catholic dude, right? Like, I, I, like, I don't know God that way. Like, I, I'll talk about that, I guess. I'm also... Not a homosexual dude. You know what I don't like? Either of those groups being ostracized for their existence. That's wild to me. If Bob Huggins has such a big deal with sex toys being thrown around, what does he have to say about Bill's Mafia? Because that's their shtick. They They stole it from Bill's Mafia. Well, apparently they're not Catholic enough for him to care, Van. That's the big problem. You know he had used that diatribe, too, like at dinner parties and stuff? Yes. Yeah, you know he had worked this bit, like, for some time. He got so many laughs in private parties. I went out to dinner the other night with a friend. I'm in my hometown. I went out to dinner the other night with my friend. And he says, how you doing, man? And I go, I'm in my hometown and my dad has cancer. Those are two things I hate. 
I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well at all. That bit, I could work now. Like, I've worked that bit out. Uh That's what Bob Huggins has done. Yeah. Figure it out, Bob. Bob Huggins, idiot. Not surprised. I'm I'm glad his bigoted money is going to help people that need help. This is like whenever I used to do fundraising for Big Brothers Big Sisters, and I'd go find the widows of dead Republicans and and get their money and give it to kids that needed help. That's exactly what this is. Wild. Bob Huggins. We'll wrap up the first hour whenever we get back. Josh Sushan is joining us at 645. We're excited to have him on. The Isotopes are trying to make a little bit of a run, man. It It was not that run there for a minute. And we'll talk a little bit about our minor league baseball team with he at that time. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Bannon had one tank. That's all that was in the parade. One. It's not even a parade. I saw that. That's pretty funny. It's just a tank. You can't have a parade with one thing. You can't parade around one thing. Tell that to Don Schrader. That, what? That's not what? That's not what that is. Parading that's, around town. I'm just saying. Parading around town in short shorts. That's (laughs) like maybe promenading. Is that what you're trying to say? Alamander left. I'm from the south. We say parading. Dosey doe. Dosey doing. Dosey doing. That would be spinning around a dance floor. That's wildly different. I don't think it's wildly different from the life that is lived by the gentleman that you mentioned. <laughs> That's kind of the best part of this wrapping up the hour thing. You're like, oh, let's grab like a, grab like a fun little story or whatever. There are no fun little stories right now. There's zero fun stories in the world. You know how many articles I read today about George Santos? Like, too many. Here's the two stories in the world. Guardians of the Galaxy sucks. Oh, that's and, a shame. And, po- and politics are wicked bad. Those are the only two stories in the whole world. And then all these people who are idiots are like, "Can you? did you see King Charles? This is the male patriarchy at its worst. England's been run by a chick for like 70 straight years. Like, what is going on today? That's my day. That's every day. There's no cool stories. What about the cute prediction basketball corgi? You see that one? <laughs> That's, so That's a cute story. That's a good one. Those, those stories are only really good at like during the NCAA tournament and stuff. When you put He's, down like dog food bowls. So the corgi, the prediction corgi, has predicted every single game of the Lakers Warriors series correctly so far, and he has the Warriors winning three straight to storm back and win the series. The prediction corgi might be up to something. By the way, well, I have a. Gonna... Oh, by the way, I have a corgi. I know corgis are idiots. Lakers and six. I'm just saying, if the news would just give me a really good "Would you rather" story, that's all I need right now in my life. Just something mellow to play with. 
Like a choose-your-own-adventure book? You know, like one of those, like, um, you know, would you rather, like, have a boxing match with your mom where you both have to go all out? Or, you know, would you, you know, rather steal food from an orphanage? You know, like some cool stuff like that. We could play that up for hours on this program. Right place, wrong time. Okay. <laughs> Tyler's like, where's this orphanage at? I'll go right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the day we live in. NFL schedule release or leak? I don't know. That ain't no leak. It's not a leak. That's just another NFL media PR genius Brilliant. level move. Yep. They did it again. We'll spend an hour talking about games that we don't know when they're happening or who they're against. Stop. When we get back. Let's go. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back on the program. Thank you to technology. I'm live in the Albuquerque Airways from St. Louis, Missouri. Tyler Lovely back at the studio. I, of course, am Fred Slow. Big thank you to everyone who makes the program go round. YMCA Central New Mexico, John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. Big thank you to Hollow Spirits. Continuing our thank yous, Teller Vodka, Red Door Brewing. We are downtown tomorrow. Come hang out with Van. I will not be there. Van will. Fred's not there. Van will be there. It'll be very good. Tyler, I know you don't necessarily get your NFL updates all day long the way that I do. Not the same way, but we're getting them. I mean, you're not obsessed the way that I am. So the NFL schedule comes out in full tomorrow. Cool? Yeah. Cool. So the NFL... What it did before it gave me all the drugs is it gave me a little bit of drugs before. So I'm super excited about all the drugs tomorrow because I got a little taste of drugs today. I see. Now we're talking like my language. Yeah, now you get it. Yeah. Now we're relating. Yeah. So here's like the basics you need to know about the leaks, okay? I'm using the word leak. I don't know if it's real. Here's what you're getting for the little the little taste of drugs that we just got. There are rumored to be three Monday games on Christmas. Okay, talked about that on Monday. I already had outrage. It looks as if there's going to be a Black Friday game. That is a thing of interest because the NFL already messes with Thanksgiving. Now they have that Friday. Yeah. Traditionally, that Saturday is for, like, high school rivalry football games. That one is for, like, collegiate rivalry football games. And then the Sunday, obviously, is always the NFL's day. Moving forward, they just start filling out weird ones, like the international ones. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, 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 they have to go, Tyler, to London 
play a game against the Falcons as a home team on October the 1st. Then they have to stick around in London for a week and plays the away team against the Bills on October the 8th. Also, these games aren't in the same building. No. I don't know where I don't know the difference between London and Tottenham. I know they're not the same. So they have to go across the ocean, the pond, is that what they call it? They have to go across the pond and hang out for half of October. That's weird. They're going to get they're going to get moved, dude. That's real weird. It's super weird. The Thanksgiving games are obviously set as far as the Lions and the Cowboys go, that Black Friday game. That will be the Dolphins and the Jets. That is confirmed. And then you get a bunch of, like, weird ones, right? You get a bunch of weird, like, hey, when do we rematch, like, the NFC Championship game? You know, when do we do that stuff? So those are all coming out, too. Bengals and Chiefs will be on New Year's Eve. That's a big one, the Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow conversation. I don't necessarily think I need sports on holidays that already exist. New Year's Eve is not for sports. It's for amateur hour drinking. Everyone knows that. That's right. That's correct. Sports is already for amateur hour drinking, I guess. So maybe it's more of the same, actually, after I said it out loud. Mm. Eagles and Chiefs. I guess maybe the Kelsey mom, Donna, is going to make that thing happen. So that's exciting for, for her. <laughs> Ugh. And people are soaking it up because there's, like, fans out there, and unless you're the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars have legitimate beef. There's fans out there that have seen just a sprinkle of drugs today, and they're like, the NFL hates my team. The NFL's they, they create a schedule to ruin my Dallas Cowboys or my Las Vegas Rangers of Oakland, Raider County, Alameda, Los Angeles. There's fan right now that's like, I cannot believe they're doing me so dirty, and everyone's out against my team. The NFL is not, unless you're Jacksonville. They absolutely are if you're Jacksonville. <laughs> Send your team across the ocean for two games. And then there's like a bigger, deeper conversation down the road about the NFL just flat out expanding into Europe. Just wild to me. Mm. And then you call these home games in England home games. They're not. Like you, you what is what is being the home team if you're Tennessee when you're playing a game in Tottenham, that's nothing. <laughs> the Dolphins versus the Chiefs in Frankfurt? Like what is are the Chiefs the home team in Frankfurt? Like I Dolphins on the road? Ugh. Do they have to call it gridiron when they're in London? I don't you know, because they talk weird over there. I have yeah, no they idea. Do. They say weird stuff. They say weird stuff. And then like the Germans, they probably say it cooler. Blitzkrieg iron. And you're like, what? It's not. Does it feel like to you a big middle finger to the Jacksonville Jaguars? I think it does. I think the NFL is like, we don't care about you, your stadium, your fan base at all. The NFL is like, can we figure out a way to put Jacksonville on the road every single game? They just want them out of here. They want them gone. (laughs) That's it. Like, whenever they do expand into a four-team conference over in Europe, Jacksonville will relocate. It won't be an expansion. To like, Jacksonville, just go. Look, we already built you up a fan base. They'll act like they're doing them a favor. 
The drug dealer is like, listen, I gave you a little bit of gateway drug. The drug dealer is the NFL. I give you a little bit of gateway drug so that you can have much harder drug down the road, like Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) It's so wild to me. The Bengals-Chiefs game will be good on New Year's. You got to play it early, though. Don't try to do anything weird to me, NFL. Don't try to make me change my plans for New Year's Eve. Also, that's like, at least for me, that's like prime college basketball time. I'll be broadcasting a game for sure. Like, you know, those students leave, right? They leave for, like, holiday breaks or whatever. And I'm going to be, like, calling a basketball game. And I'll be like, uh, also, uh, Patrick Mahomes just passed for another touchdown today. And there's Jalen Domino Lovato up the middle for a lay-in. Like, that'll be what I'm doing. And I don't want to be old man slow, but I feel like you're already, like, solidified into your ways. Like, NFL, like, you already have your day of the week and Sunday. You already have your full run of Thanksgiving. Do you need all the other ones? Like, you have those ones. Stretch that whole thing out over the summer if you want to. Start on the 4th of July. I don't care. I have people super screw stuff up. You already put on the best fireworks show anyways. The Lions are going to Kansas City for the first time in like 20 years. And there's someone pumped about that. There's some transplant from Hoboken, not Hoboken, from Hamtramck, who's living in Kansas City for some reason. And they're like, this is the jam. My team's coming to town. No one one cares about your team coming to town. Fired up, though. Also, they'll end up being like a wild tornado or something that weekend, and they'll end up playing the game in St. Louis, and people will be like, oh, no, the streak continues. <laughs> a tornado touched down on top of a mountain the other day. Wow. Is that true? Yes. Why are there tornadoes on top of the mountain? The world is coming to an end. That's, yeah, that's, that's insane. I don't from, the, from the Sports Animal Live chat, Fred Door Brewing. Don't hate it. Been trying to get a drink called a Fredweiser for a minute now. Anyone interested in brewing that? I would love to have that. Also, I will agree with the live chat. I watch Monday Night Raw over Monday Night Football. I do it every single week. And Monday Night Raw is every week of the year. Like, I don't even care. Just give me the highlights afterwards. Unless I'm at Howie's sports page, broadcasting a game, excuse me, hosting a party for a game, I'm not watching Monday Night Football. I watch football on Sundays. That's it. That's the one. You're asking for too much, NFL. It's cool, NFL, that we're in a relationship. You know what I don't want to do? I don't want you to be my best friend and my girlfriend. I want you to just be my girlfriend. I don't need you to be my support. You can't have more of my time. I give you an entire day every week. That's the arrangement that we came to years ago. Why are you asking for so much more attention? And now with your YouTube outlets, so much more money. You're wild, NFL. NFL is abusive. First the drug thing, now this. No, no, miss me. When we get back, we do talk a little bit more about that expansion into NFL Europe, and Van Nunley will rejoin us. It's two men on. Those two men are Fred Slow and Tyler Lovely on 95.9 FM. Back on the program, talking NFL, talking about possible expansion into NFL Europe. Van rejoining us on the program. Oh, hey, buddy. Okay. 
So the NFL for, God, what seems like forever now, right? They've been talking about, hey, we're going to put a team in London. It's not been like a, we're going to do a formal press conference. It's not going to be a whatever. But it was kind of, it's kind of just been a conversation amongst those people that are willing to have those conversations that that would be the destination. Um, I went through a similar thing to what we're about to talk about when I was in St. Louis. We're talking about with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it looks as if the NFL has really identified, is the word I'm going to use, Jacksonville as the team that's going to end up in London. And they've done that by putting them in London every single year for like the last 10 years or something crazy. Two times this year. It sucks for Jacksonville fans. It sucks for Jaguars fans. There are legitimately a lot of fans of the Jaguars in London. Sure. But, Van, when does greed get to be too greedy? Because the NFL is going to put not just one team, but possibly an entire conference, four teams, over in the continent of Europe. Are you going to tell me that a team from Frankfurt is going to win a Super Bowl before a team from Detroit? I think this is a idiotic idea. This is dumb at every turn. It's just a flash in a pan for NFL Europe football fans. These people in London, in Germany, and wherever else it spreads after this, this is a one or two game phenomena. This is a spectacle. Phenomena. <laughs> phenomena. This is me going to WrestleMania. All right? I don't care about the WrestleMania story. I love the spectacle of going to WrestleMania. I love the excitement of going to WrestleMania. This is casual European football fan. Do you think casual football fan knows any player on the Jaguars besides Trevor Lawrence? They don't care about any of this. They want to see the spectacle of an NFL game once a year. You think you're going to support an NFL franchise a whole year? And how much how much are the players for every mainland football team going to have to hate to travel overseas to Europe and vice versa? The jet lag, the time difference. Everything Probably about this is dumb. Living. There will be living. There. Yes. Half a year. Half a year you're going to live in Germany. But it's some longer dude, some, than You're that. telling There's... me some dude is going to go from West Florida A&M to Frankfurt, Germany? No, they're going to hate it. They are going to hate it. Because these are NFL caliber guys. These are top tier guys. These are not guys that are trying to figure it out. These are not guys that are trying to get to the next level. These are dudes that are there. And they don't have Los Angeles. They don't have Las Vegas. They don't have Seattle. They have Europe. This dude that you're talking about, this interior defensive lineman from West Texas A&M right. Co- Coastal University uh-huh. that grew up in a suburb outside of Atlanta, Georgia, right? he does not want to live in Munich. No. Period. But the NFL loves monies, and there's a lot of monies here. Because if you get, I guess you would have to get Four new teams at least, and you would have to have an entire conference over there. And if you're going to move Jacksonville, that's three new teams, but it messes up the AFC South or whatever. So you'd have to create a new team where? Mexico City or something? Yeah. You have to do something of that nature. 
And the only like sport that I know of, in, unless I'm being an idiot, with teams that play in multiple countries in the same league, that's like hockey, right? I guess basketball. I guess baseball's got one team in Toronto. But those teams, those hockey teams don't do what? Like this sound like I'm about to be a jerk, but like there's seven teams I think in the NHL that play in Canada. There's multiple years where none of them make the playoffs. Like it's it's wild to me to think that you're going to put a team over in Europe and you're going to have a competitive team in Europe. And if you put a whole conference over there, you might have one team. You'll definitely have a team that's going to have a by home the, playoff game. By the uh, rules of the NFL, you have to have one team. Whoever wins that crappy European conference. You know who I blame for all this? Aside from just the dollar bill. Friggin' Ted Lasso. You can't have a NFL football story in Ted Lasso. Because this is just Ted Lasso going oppo. Instead of the American guy going to Britain, it's the American sport going to Europe. Like, you thought you can pull this off? Ted Lasso is a quirky, funny, well-written drama. It is not real life. Europe is going to hate this. Is your is your memory so bad that you forgot what happened with NFL Europe? They were super excited about it for, like, three weeks and then they discarded it immediately. It was an abject failure. Well, the NFL Europe didn't fall apart due to fans, though. Like, it wasn't... It, it's, it's not that it didn't have the support in the community. It didn't. It didn't have that either. No, fans came out. Um, the, the problem with that was, like, weird ownership stuff. Because that league couldn't figure out if it was a feeder league or if it was a developmental league or if it was an independent league. It was this whole production. Because... They would sign Kurt Warner's like the obvious one, right? Played for the Amsterdam Dragons or whatever it was. And it was like, well, the Green Bay Packers want him right now. Like the the St. Louis Rams want him right now. And they're like, we can't go right now. And they're like, what's – so all these players were like, well, there's no point to even be over here. And all these owners were like, we can't sign guys that we can keep. We're not going to sit here and just recycle through stuff. And then they couldn't split the money up right. So it ended up imploding on itself, which it won't do now. Like, it's too smart of a business. It'll be subsidized in a way. So whatever owners that they get over there, and I don't know if they're, the NFL is trying to get owners that want to be over there because the NFL hates Shad Khan. Like, the NFL does not want him around anymore. He's not one of the good old boys. He's, he's like, like the a, only one. He's the only one. Yeah. And they're like, you're the one who's got to go. You go to the corner. You sit in the corner. Well, I believe Shad Khan wants to be there. He already owns a football team there. Yeah, good point. Yeah, soccer. I mean, he's You're talking about soccer. Soccer, yeah. Football yeah. Do team. Do you know yeah. who I think would have a very valuable opinion on this very subject, actually? Would be our friend Mailman, friend of the show. Oh. Welcome yeah, to the program, Mailman, joining us on the Sports Animal Hotline. Good job, Tyler. Look at Tyler Again, becoming a little radio thing. <laughs> mailman, how are you? Dudenesses. Hey, Yo. I was just saying that that's that's. That's who all this started. Shad Khan. He started all this. Just wait till next year. Well, three years down the road, you have the Frankenstein, uh, <laughs> the Frankenstein monsters versus the uh, uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints, and 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 Justin Abair is over there throwing footballs and stuff. Ugly situation. Ugly. It seems this like it's not inevitable. Gonna not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. And for a lot of, like, three of those teams, they're going to be able to move throughout Europe and do whatever they want. And then the other one's going to get stuck in London, which isn't even part of the EU. 
and they're going to end up with all these weird, like, dumb hassles all the time, and their money won't be worth right because it's a pound and not a euro. And then it's like, how do you even get paid? Are you getting paid in U.S. doll hairs? Like, the, like how do, the NFLPA is like, listen, this is an extraneous circumstance. There's a war. Like, I, I'm not trying to even be that guy right now and get super weird and political. There is a huge war. Like, we're going to have the conversation right now? And then, and then uh, I like how you uh, actually started to turn Van. Uh, you're, you're, you're turning him to WWE face. You it's even slipped in Lana's interest music, uh, and, and, <laughs> and Van doesn't even know what it is. He just Not knows he likes it. Nope. Hey, and we talk about you know, uh, hot take mail, man. I love that so much. Uh, again, I love the I, I love the psychology of wrestling. I find it uh, wildly captivating. You talk about like we where are these big contract guys going to go? Are they do they want to pay taxes in California? What about paying taxes in New York? Paying taxes in Germany? Germany will tax you. Germany taxes millionaires yeah. over fifty percent. You're going to lose more than half of your money playing in Germany. You're going to lose like Don't worry about it. They can hide it in they can hide it in Munich in the Swiss banks. They'll <laughs> never they'll never know where the money is. That's a Whoever the every, one guy every, is. every millionaire will put their money into the Swiss banks and nobody will ever know where the money is. Yeah, the well, the Bahama Raiders, but we just so happen to play in Munich. Right. <laughs> the the Jacksonville Jaguars of London. That's what it will end up being. And then you'll end up with one guy. They'll be, and this is like a real person. This, the, and they'll have a stupid name like Colonel. You'll end up with one guy that knows how to make the money work. Like, and he's going to get all those weird insider receipts and power and, and all this stuff. And then at the end, we're going to get the best 30 for 30 ever. Like, that'll, that'll, be, that'll be years down the road, but it will be excellent. Because NFL in Europe. I want to say NFL Europe, but that's what was already a thing. And if the NFL in Europe is going to be an established thing at some point and still the Los Angeles Chargers will not have won a Super Bowl and someone in Europe will have. I I, I got the perfect title for that 30 to 30 for 30. The day right. NFL Europe died. Yes, that's not bad at all. <laughs> hey, all, hey mailman, did you know that Germany is the leading steel producer? In all of Europe, welcome the black and yellow to Germany, the I Munich Steelers. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. The Roonies will never let that happen. <laughs> Money, baby. The Roonies will never let that happen. Even though I got a cousin that lives in Germany, um, he loves it over there, but I'm like, uh, he's from New York. He, What time does he wake up to watch the Jets? I have no idea, but he, he used to live in New York, and uh, he used to complain about the parking and the price of uh, houses and stuff like that out in, in New York sure. City. And he's over in he's over in Germany now. His job moved him over there, and he's loving life. The, well, and the thing is, the reason I'm saying this is there's an eight hour time difference from the Pacific time zone to London. Like that is that's not a short amount of time. Like if you're on if you're on the West Coast and you want to watch your West Coast team play in London, what time you got to wake up for that? Or do you only Four play night games? You only play night games over in London. Like is that is that an advantage? Is that not an advantage? 
I, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you something stuff. that's weird. I'm going to tell you something that's weird. I, I went to Guam, and it was the same year that the uh, Buccaneers and the Raiders played the Super Bowl. So instead of watching it on Super Bowl Sunday, I watched it on Super Bowl Monday. Uh-huh. Dang. Now, guess how crazy that was. <laughs> Mail Literally, the best, I couldn't call any of my friends over in the U.S. and found out how the game went and just watched it again on Monday. That's not how that works. That's <laughs> my time zone joke, Mailman. Good job. <laughs> Catch you later, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good friend of the show. I like everything about him. I like every single thing about him. I'm out on NFL Europe. Unless they somehow take a team away from Stan Kroenke, then I'm back in. Look, <laughs> that's funny. You already have the answer. We're already doing it. We have a 17-game schedule. Eight home games, eight away games, one neutral game. We put every team plays a game all around the world. It's mm-hmm. not just London and Germany. We do every year. Mexico City, Canada, Brazil, you think Rio de Janeiro. Like we go a- everywhere across the world. Australia. Australia, New Zealand, Asia. You think how how sick would a Tokyo game be? You know how much Australia. fun you know how much fun is baseball in Japan and mm-hmm. Korea? Imagine how bonkers they would go over an NFL game. Tokyo, uh, Tokyo Dome, one hundred twenty thousand people watching the friggin' Chiefs and Steelers go at it. That would be phenomenal. But having like oh. having teams that are always there—that's stupid. Or hear me out. Hear me out, man. You move the entire NFC or AFC South to Europe and replace it with four other cities in the South. No, I'm saying like are if you, you have punish, like the, are you the, punishing the South for Bob Huggins right now? Is that what you're yes, doing? Yes, I am. Okay. The Barcelona, the Barcelona Colts, and the London Jaguars, and the Dublin Texans. Like I think this thing works. This okay. is like a really good plan. Dublin Texans is phenomenal. I, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. What's a good? What's a good? Uh, the the Munich Texans. Like that is. <laughs> I can't think of other. Europe names right now for the Vatican Texans. Yeah, like that's these beautiful. Are all, these are excellent. And then the AFC South is just over there. They're just, they're fine. Like, leave them do their thing. The, hey, the, hey, Rome, what are we going to name our, our football team? I don't know. Look what Houston did. How about the Rome Italians? That's I'm, <laughs> If you were to be like the Rome Titans, that's mm. not that far off. No, it's very close. It's very the Vienna Titans is a cool name for a team. Budapest Titans, let's go. It'd be Greece, wouldn't it? Does that Greek not count myth- as Europe? Greek mythology or Roman mythology? Um, Budapest. I don't care. Like Budapest. None of this matters to me. Also, hey, someone who super supports Bob Huggins, who's texting the Sports Animal text line right now five zero five two four six zero six ten. No. You don't get the Moscow Titans. You don't get them. <laughs> Leave them out. Yeah, Greek. Titans are Greek. Thank Titans you. are Greek. Yeah. The Athens Titans. Even more appropriate. Super appropriate. Yeah. Again, all of this under the understanding that there's a gigantic war currently going on. Stop going to Europe. Just stay over here for now. Go back to Europe later. Not now.
Yeah, wait, wait it out. It might get a little spicier. You know what we could do? We could wait for the end of one war. <laughs> this one or the next one? Like, I know our energy on this. We're pro-war for some reason. And why do these teams always got to play away games during a war? Oh, yeah. Because America always plays away games when there's a war. Oh, yeah. We didn't put no war. We had war at home one time. Didn't, didn't like it. <laughs> One into it. Well, te- technically, technically for the wars at home, we're, we're 500. <laughs> Not a losing record. That's a fact. In the game of worldwide wars, and I'm not talking world wars. Okay. America's record's not as good as you think America's record is. Sure. Like, there, there's a lot of people that are, like, undefeated in world wars. Low-key, that's true. Sure. Like, that, no, no, no. that stat is very good. Okay, hold on. World wars, we're the Mariano Rivera of world oh, yeah. wars. We're the Bring clo- them in. We're the closers. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we didn't start this war. We weren't mm-hmm. there at the beginning. Mm-mm. We sure as hell came in and finished the thing. That's very Billy Joel of you. Yeah, play some inner Sandman. Let's go to war. <laughs> <laughs> Wars fought in, like, Southeast Asia? We don't do well. No. Oh, no. Horrible. That's the worst no. place for us. We do That's so the poorly there. Yeah. Hey, wars fought in the Middle East? Not our thing. Not great. <laughs> Not, Not great. great. Not the track record you're looking yeah. for. Yep. No yeah. matter No matter what we say on ships, Mm-mm. we're not doing great. The eastern coastline of Africa did not go as smoothly as you think it did. Nope. Listen to your CCR. We got we got Josh Hart in it back though. It's <laughs> cool. <laughs> change it, I'm I'm going to change the I nine varsity to the I nine varsity of movies that actors from Black Hawk Down were better in <laughs> than Black Hawk Down. That's a good one. Also, it was kind of star studded for real. Like it's got a bunch of dudes in it. Yeah, it's pretty legendary. Yeah, it's insanely legendary. It's insanely legendary to invade a country, get sad about it, and then make a movie about it 20 years later. That's insanely legendary. Put it at the top. <laughs> Stupid war. Look, I hate war. <sighs> Baseball talk when we get back. Because you love the Orioles. I do. I'm rooting for them so hard. I don't. I'm get rooting it. for them so hard. We already went through this with the Rays. It, there's no point. Like it's not special. Are you talking it's about close to special? Are you talking about 2023 World Series champion Tampa Bay Rays? Is that the one you're referring to? Lots of teams have won the World Series. That's no big deal to me. Only one team didn't start the season off undefeated with the best record in the history of baseball. And that's the Tampa Bay loser Rays. Still in first. Baltimore Orioles talk. Whenever we get back, what? Two men on 95.9 FM. All right, whenever you text me today, Van, because I'm not in Albuquerque, I'm in St. Louis. Uh huh. Whenever you text me today and you said Baltimore Orioles, I thought you were going to want to talk about how they're playing the Rays tonight. I thought you were going to want to talk about how they're sitting second in the American League East, which, by the way, all those teams are well over 500 and it's the most competitive division in all sports. I thought you were going to want to talk about how they're bringing up closers from AAA that are like now mainstays at the major league level. But then whenever I Googled what was going on today, it's because they're putting a splash zone in their fan section. That That's is correct. It, I am a child, and yes. I find this fascinating. Uh, <laughs> so and stupid. I want to play. I want to play, too. Can I go to Baltimore and play with my bird bros? <sighs> Left field section, 86, $20 tickets.
Celebrate like the Orioles on extra base hits in the all-new Bird Bass Splash Zone. <laughs> so the Baltimore Orioles this year in the dugout, they have the Bird Bath Celebration. Ugh. All of their celebrations are somehow water-related because uh-huh. it's all Bird Bath stuff. Yes. Awful. Awful. Yes. Awful. They got the sprinklers, and then they cut holes in water bottles and shoot each other. And then they got the um, – they rebranded it. When you hit a home run, uh, you take – a shot out of the, uh, oh, God, what are they calling it? It's um, a beer bong. I mean, they used to call it the dong bong, but now it's called uh, Homer it's a hose. hose. It's a Homer it's a hose. It's a Homer hose. So okay. It was a dong bong. Now it's a Homer hose. But, yeah, you hit a home run, you take a shot out of the Homer hose, or, like, everything is water-related, and now the Orioles, in the genius marketing level scheme here, they have a whole section in the outfield where you can hang out, and for every double, triple, or home run, there you'll get sprayed with water, just like the dudes in the dugout are doing. Tyler, it is genius. They do, Tyler, they do the little move where you like gleek like water through your teeth. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. It's a, they do the move where the king of kings, the game Triple H, comes out. And he just like spits water into the air before he enters the ring. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? It yeah, just yeah. it creates it creates like a little mist of 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 water, a little cloud, and then there's a little rainbow through it. And I'm kind of about that life, so I'm into that. But you not at all wanted Van to talk about the success of the Baltimore Orioles on the field. You wanted to talk about how the Baltimore Orioles will now spray you with a hose if you go to a baseball game. <laughs> that is correct. Wear your white T-shirt, put your, put your cell phone in a plastic baggie, grab a oat soda, and go have a blast in Baltimore because they did this absolutely correctly. And the city of Baltimore and Orioles fans friggin' deserve this. What they should do They're is 10 games meet- over 500. they They're in second place. They're... They're right behind the Tampa Bay Rays, who won a bazillion games in a row to start the season. They're playing literally right now as we speak. And you have to show up, though, like Paddington Bear. You have to show up like um, like in the, in the yellow rain jacket and the yellow rain hat. You know what I'm talking about? Not even. Like, yeah. Top, <laughs> pop, <laughs> pop, them, pop them tops off. Let's party. You know what they could do to make this no. thing a real blast is <laughs> like Paddington. What, <laughs> you know, is that what it's called? You know I what see. No, that's <laughs> totally yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Uh, what did I say? Section eighty six. Yep. I think like what if, what if like you like you get to the the venue and then they have a big wheel like on the on the scoreboard and it spins and then whatever whatever one it is, it's at random. But that's the yeah. That's like when you go to SeaWorld. That's the splash zone now. And then everyone comes down with those little pumper super soaker things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. And they just, they just start doing you down on extra base hits. And there should be multiple ones. I mean, there should be a super soaker. There should be you have to hit the dong bong. Excuse me, Homer hose. <laughs> yeah. Or like you have like a bunch of people. Like I don't condone this. This is a, you know not very hygienic. But you have like fake gleek. I believe it's called gleeking when you do the below the tongue thing. You have like fake gleeking guns, like water guns. Uh, that's for we a should... fan base, and that's a group of like five college dudes, and they're just gleeking out the whole game. Correct. Like that's their move.
Yeah. Now, the one that's being missed here, which is the obvious one, is not the in one a post, not in a post-COVID world are we going to do no, that. But something well, similar. Hey, also May the eleventh, COVID is over. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, so yeah that totally. The big announcement. The the one I grew up with because I grew up in a river community. We had a bunch of rivers where I grew up, mm-hmm. and I grew up playing in the river. Like I grew up like floating and canoeing and like uh, rafts and all that stuff. We did the Louisville Chugger. Have I talked about this on air? Very much so. Yes. Okay, I, I'm please go again. I'm, I'm unaware. I need to know what that is. All right, I'll walk you through it, Tyler. We're going to go a little long on this one. Okay. So the Louisville chugger is you get a wiffle ball bat, and you cut out the bottom handle of the wiffle ball bat. Okay. Cool. Then you take one, like, Fredweiser, and you pour it into the wiffle ball bat. Okay? Okay. And then if you pour it slowly, it doesn't super foam on you, but if you pour it quickly, it gets a lot of terrible head, and yeah, it's awful. Yeah, right, 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 right. Cool. Right. So then you have to drink the Louisville chugger from the bat. Mm -hmm. And the amount of seconds that it takes you to drink your Fredweiser from the bat is the number of rotations you have to do head down on the bat in a circle. Yep. And then your friend Van takes the discarded Fredweiser can, smashes it down the way that you smash a can down, and then he pitches it to you after you get done spinning on top of your Louisville chugger, and if you don't at least hit it, I'm not talking put it into play. You can foul it off. That's fine. Any contact. Any contact. Cricket rules. You have to, you have to do it again. Oh, my uh-huh. God. It's yeah. the most brilliant game in the history of all that drinking br- games. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I guess it could be brilliant. And in a, in <laughs> a river. Go- that's going to be the game that decides the championship round in the two men on beer Olympics. Yes. It sounds like something that we would do to terrorists when we need information. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> but a pass. In a, in a river, you just fall into the water and you're fine. Like on land, I've never really played it. I assume there's a, there's like a treacherous level to it, but in the river, no big deal. You just, a lot of cactus out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fred, why'd you hit that Sagoro? <laughs> That's, Wrong part of the country, but close. I asked me to name a different cactus, dude. Name a different cactus. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool would be if Toronto tonight just just puts a lot of them over the heart of the plate. Cool would be if Toronto tonight just just for like the betterment of the baseball in our talk show. So stoked! If, if, they, if they just caked a few in there. There's going to be so many sweet highlights tomorrow. Oh, God. And, and everyone sitting in the Gleek seats are like, oh, this is terrible. I'm so wet. you got to know going in. The ticket the, the ticket takers have to, like, warn you. Like, before you buy your ticket, they're like, look, you got an 86, Janice. You don't look like a splash zone lady. <laughs> you, you don't want to be in the birdbath, Janice. It's like, when you get on an, it's like when you get on an airplane and they're like, like, you can't sit in the edge, exit row unless you verbally say yes to, like, uh-huh. the flight attendant. Exactly. <laughs> so they sit everyone down. It's Who's the Orioles mascot with the Philly fanatic Oriole, whoever? <laughs> they come out, but they don't talk, so they can't even use the megaphone. I don't know who's going to instill these rules. Oh, too good. Just, Tyler, don't, just don't bring a mogwai. What is a mogwai? That's the good gremlin. He gets wet and he turns into a gremlin. Don't bring, do don't, bring that, a, don't bring a mogwai. Why do you know that's what that's called? Because I was a child once. You didn't grow up with gremlins, you loser? I would have just said furry gremlin. The good gremlin? Yeah, good baby-faced gremlin. Okay, baby-faced <laughs> like, gremlin. 
Yeah, white meat gremlin, like that one. Yeah, knowing the like biological <laughs> name of the gremlin is 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 out there. I'm not gonna lie. Like knowing it's like Latin origin. I thought every I thought everyone knew that. I did not. Well, these shows my I, genius. If I own tickets in this section, I'm reselling them because I would pay any amount of money to get into this thing. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. Did you know the good gremlin was named Mogwai? Wait, that's his name or that's the species name? It's the species. Like the species. Yeah. What is his name? What is whose name? Is it Gizmo? I feel like it's, it's Gizmo. Giz, it's Gizmo. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Gizmo's the name. Mogwai is the species. Hey, first of all, you jerk off van. Don't say it's Gizmo. Like, that's a thing I should. Like, I felt like I did a good job of recalling that. Like, we're <laughs> okay, a trivia. That's a, you really knocked me down here. Gizmo is a good silver medal to Mogwai. Good job with your gremlin's knowledge. These would both, for, if we're playing Geeks Who Drink, both of these answers would be in the round. For the Gremlins for, round. If, there is a, if there's a trivia night around town that's doing specific 1980s sci fi films, I don't want to go. That's not, my, that's not my strong suit. It's not my familiar. I don't, I get confused. Is Never Ending Story a story or is it a story about a story being told to a little boy? I have no idea. Okay, well, I'd like to think it's both. That's why it makes sense to me, because mm-hmm. all the stuff that doesn't make sense, you're like, oh, this is the interpretation of a little kid. And then you end up with a weird movie like Legion, and you're like, or not Legion, is that the L- one with Legend, Will- the one Legend? With, the one with the uh, scary, uh, what's his name, Tim, not uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry? Yeah, Tim Curry, Satan. Yeah. That, one, like, well, that, that one, one got dark. Yeah, this movie's just preposterous. Killed a like, unicorn. Well, hold on. This isn't the Kentucky Derby. Just kill a horse. Church, Tyler, take us, take us up to the top of the hour, if you would. You're the best. <laughs> when we get back, we got to cram a lot into just one hour. We're going to lead off with this J.J. Reddick to the Raptors van. It's not official, but it's in the works. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. <laughs> That's the day we live in. NFL schedule release or leak. I don't know. That ain't no leak. It's not a leak. That's just another... NFL media PR genius level move. They did it again. We'll spend an hour talking about games that we don't know when they're happening or who they're against. Let's go. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number, Number two, two men, men on, on Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and Fred, and Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck on circle, Robert, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back on the program. Thank you to technology. I'm live in the Albuquerque Airways from St. Louis, Missouri. Tyler Lovely back at the studio. I, of course, am Fred Slow. Big thank you to everyone who makes the program go round. YMCA Central New Mexico, John Lopez Real Estate, and Coldwell Banker Legacy. Big thank you to Hollow Spirits. Continuing our thank yous, Teller Vodka, Red Door Brewing. We are downtown tomorrow. Come hang out with Van. I will not be there. Van will. Fred's not there. Van will be there. It'll be very good. 
Tyler, I know you don't necessarily get your NFL updates all day long the way that I do. Not the same way, but we're getting them. I mean, you're not obsessed the way that I am. So the NFL schedule comes out in full tomorrow. Cool? Yeah. Cool. So the NFL, what it did before it gave me all the drugs is it gave me a little bit of drugs before. So I'm super excited about all the drugs tomorrow because I got a little taste of drugs today. I see. Now we're talking like my language. Yeah, now you get it. Now we're relating. Yeah. So here's like the basics you need to know about the leaks, okay? I'm using the word leak. I don't know if it's real. Here's what you're getting for the little the little taste of drugs that we just got. There are rumored to be three Monday games on Christmas. Okay, talked about that on Monday. I already had outrage. It looks as if there's going to be a Black Friday game. That is a thing of interest because the NFL already messes with Thanksgiving. Now they have that Friday. Yeah. Traditionally, that Saturday is for, like, high school rivalry football games. That one is for, like, collegiate rivalry football games. And then the Sunday, obviously, is always the NFL's day. Moving forward, they just start filling out weird ones, like the international ones. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. They have to go, Tyler, to London play a game against the Falcons as a home team on October the 1st. Then they have to stick around in London for a week and plays the away team against the Bills on October the 8th. Also, these games aren't in the same building. No. I don't know where I don't know the difference between London and Tottenham. I know they're not the same. So they have to go across Ocean, the pond, is that what they call it? They have to go across the pond and hang out for half of October. That's weird. They're going to get they're going to get moved, dude. That's real weird. It's super weird. The Thanksgiving games are obviously set as far as the Lions and the Cowboys go. That Black Friday game, that'll be the Dolphins and the Jets. That is confirmed. And then you get a bunch of, like, weird ones, right? You get a bunch of weird, like, hey, when do we rematch, like, the NFC Championship game? You know, when do we do that stuff? So those are all coming out, too. Bengals and Chiefs will be on New Year's Eve. That's a big one. The Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow conversation. I don't necessarily think I need sports on holidays that already exist. New Year's Eve is not for sports. It's for amateur hour drinking. Everyone knows that. That's right. That's correct. Sports is already for amateur hour drinking, I guess. So maybe it's more of the same, actually, after I said it out loud. Mm. Eagles and Chiefs. I guess maybe the Kelsey mom, Donna, is going to make that thing happen. So that's exciting for for her. Ugh. And people are soaking it up because there's like fans out there. And unless you're the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars have legitimate beef. There's fans out there that have seen just a sprinkle of drugs today. And they're like, the NFL hates my team. The NFL's they, they create a schedule to ruin my Dallas Cowboys or my Las Vegas Rangers of Oakland Raider County, Alameda, Los Angeles. There's fan right now that's like, I cannot believe they're doing me so dirty and everyone's out against my team. 
The NFL is not, unless you're Jacksonville. They absolutely are if you're Jacksonville. Send your team across the ocean for two games. And then there's like a bigger, deeper conversation down the road about the NFL just flat out expanding into Europe. Just wild to me. Mm. And then you call these home games in England home games. They're not. Like you, you, what is, what is being the home team if you're Tennessee when you're playing a game in Tottenham? That's nothing. <laughs> the Dolphins versus the Chiefs in Frankfurt? Like what? Is, are the Chiefs the home team in Frankfurt? Like I, Dolphins on the road? Ugh. Do they have to call it gridiron when they're in London? I don't, you know, because they talk weird over there. I have yeah, no they idea. Do. They say weird stuff. They say weird stuff. And then, like, the Germans, they probably say it cooler. <laughs> Blitzkrieg iron. And you're like, what? It's not. Does it feel like to you a big middle finger to the Jacksonville Jaguars? I think it does. I think the NFL is like, we don't care about you, your stadium, your fan base at all. The NFL is like, can we figure out a way to put Jacksonville on the road every single game? They just want them out of here. <laughs> they want them gone. That's it. Like, whenever they do expand into a four-team conference over in Europe, Jacksonville will relocate. It won't be an expansion. To like, Jacksonville, just go. Look, we already built you up a fan base. They'll act like they're doing them a favor. The drug dealer is like, listen, I give you a little bit of gateway drug. The drug dealer is the NFL. I give you a little bit of gateway drug so that you can have much harder drug down the road. Like Scotland. <laughs> it's so wild to me. Ugh. The Bengals Chiefs game will be good on New Year's. You gotta play it early though. Don't try to do anything weird to me, NFL. Don't try to make me change my plans for New Year's Eve. Also, that's like at least for me, that's like prime college basketball time. I'll be broadcasting a game for sure. Like you know, those students leave, right? They leave for, like, holiday breaks or whatever. And I'm going to be, like, calling a basketball game. And I'll be like, uh, also, uh, Patrick Mahomes just passed for another touchdown today. And there's Jalen Domino Lovato up the middle for a lay-in. Like, that'll be what I'm doing. And I don't want to be old man slow, but I feel like you're already, like, solidified into your ways. Like, NFL, like, you already have your day of the week and Sunday. You already have... Your full run of Thanksgiving. Do you need all the other ones? Like, you have those ones. Stretch that whole thing out over the summer if you want to. Start on the 4th of July. I don't care. Have people super screw stuff up. You already put on the best fireworks show anyways. The Lions are going to Kansas City for the first time in like 20 years. And there's someone pumped about that. There's some transplant. From Hoboken, not Hoboken, from Hamtramck, who's living in Kansas City for some reason. And they're like, this is the jam. My team's coming to town. No one, no one cares about your team coming to town. Fired up, though. Also, they'll end up being like a wild tornado or something that weekend, and they'll end up playing the game in St. Louis. And people will be like, oh, no, the streak continues. A tornado touched down on top of a mountain the other day. Wow. Is that true? Yes. Why are there tornadoes on top of the mountain? The world is coming to an end. That's, yeah, that's, that's insane. 
from the from the Sports Animal live chat. Fred Door Brewing. Don't hate it. Been trying to get a drink called a Fredweiser for a minute now. Anyone interested in brewing that? I would love to have that. Also, I will agree with the live chat. I watch Monday Night Raw over Monday Night Football. I do it every single week. And Monday Night Raw is every week of the year. Like, I don't even care. Just give me the highlights afterwards. Unless I'm at Howie's sports page, broadcasting a game, excuse me, hosting a party for a game, I'm not watching Monday Night Football. I watch football on Sundays. That's it. That's the one. You're asking for too much, NFL. It's cool, NFL, that we're in a relationship. You know what I don't want to do? I don't want you to be my best friend and my girlfriend. I want you to just be my girlfriend. I don't need you to be my support. You can't have more of my time. I give you an entire day every week. That's the arrangement that we came to years ago. Why are you asking for so much more attention? And now with your YouTube outlets, so much more money. You're wild, NFL. NFL is abusive. First the drug thing, now this. No, no, miss me. When we get back, we do talk a little bit more about that expansion into NFL Europe, Europe, and Van Nunley will rejoin us. It's two men on. Those two men are Fred Slow and Tyler Lovely on 95.9 FM. Back on the program, talking NFL, talking about possible expansion into NFL Europe. Van rejoining us on the program. Oh, hey, buddy. Okay. So the NFL for, God, what seems like forever now, right? They've been talking about, hey, we're going to put a team in London. It's not been like a, we're going to do a formal press conference. It's not going to be a whatever. But it was kind of, it's kind of just been a conversation amongst those people that are willing to have those conversations that that would be the destination. Um, I went through a similar thing to what we're about to talk about when I was in St. Louis. We're talking about with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it looks as if the NFL has really identified is the word I'm going to use Jacksonville as the team that's going to end up in London. And they've done that by putting them in London every single year for like the last 10 years or something crazy. Two times this year. It sucks for Jacksonville fan. It sucks for Jaguars fans. There are legitimately a lot of fans of the Jaguars in London. Sure. But Van, when does greed get to be too greedy? Because the NFL is going to put not just one team, but possibly an entire conference, four teams over in the continent of Europe. Are you going to tell me that a team from Frankfurt is going to win a Super Bowl before a team from Detroit? I think this is a idiotic idea. This is dumb at every turn. It's just a flash in a pan for NFL Europe football fans. These people in London, in Germany, and wherever else it spreads after this, this is a one- or two-game phenomena. This is a spectacle. Phenomena. <laughs> phenomena. This is me going to WrestleMania. All right? I don't care about the WrestleMania story. I love the spectacle of going to WrestleMania. I love the excitement of going to WrestleMania. This is casual European football fan. Do you think casual football fan knows any player on the Jaguars besides Trevor Lawrence? They don't care about any of this. They want to see the spectacle of an NFL game once a year. You think you're going to support an NFL franchise a whole year? And how much, how much are the players 
for every mainland football team going to have to hate to travel overseas to Europe and vice versa. The jet lag, the time difference. Everything about this is dumb. Living. They'll be living there. Yes, half a year. Half a year you're going to live in Germany. But it's some longer dude, some, than You're that, telling it's... me some dude is going to go from West Florida A&M to Frankfurt, Germany? No, they're going to hate it. They are going to hate it. Because these are NFL caliber guys. These are top tier guys. These are not guys that are trying to figure it out. These are not guys that are trying to get to the next level. These are dudes that are there. And they don't have Los Angeles. They don't have Las Vegas. They don't have Seattle. They have Europe. This dude that you're talking about, this interior defensive lineman from West Texas A&M Coastal University Uh that grew up in a suburb outside of Atlanta, Georgia, he does not want to live in Munich. No. Period. But the NFL loves monies, and there's a lot of monies here. Because if you get, I guess you would have to get four new teams at least, and you would have to have an entire conference over there. And if you're going to move Jacksonville, that's three new teams, but it messes up the AFC South or whatever. So you'd have to create a new team where? Mexico City or something? Yeah. You have to do something of that nature. And the only like sport that I know of, and unless I'm being an idiot, with teams that play in multiple countries in the same league, that's like hockey, right? I guess basketball. I guess baseball's got one team in Toronto. But those teams, those hockey teams don't do what like this sound like I'm about to be a jerk, but like there's seven teams, I think, in the NHL that play in Canada. There's multiple years where none of them make the playoffs. Like it's it's wild to me to think that you're going to put a team over in Europe and you're going to have a competitive team in Europe. And if you put a whole conference over there, you might have one team. You'll definitely have a team that's going to have a by home the, playoff game. By the uh, rules of the NFL, you have to have one team. Whoever wins that crappy European conference. You know who I blame for all this, aside from just the dollar bill? Friggin' Ted Lasso. You can't have a... NFL football story and Ted Lasso. Because this is just Ted Lasso going oppo. Instead of the American guy going to Britain, it's the American sport going to Europe. Like, you thought you can pull this off? Ted Lasso is a quirky, funny, well-written drama. It is not real life. Europe is going to hate this. Is your is your memory so bad that you forgot what happened with NFL Europe? They were super excited about it for, like, three weeks and then they discarded it immediately. It was an abject failure. Well, the NFL Europe didn't fall apart due to fans, though. Like, it wasn't... It was, it's, it's not that it didn't have the support in the community. It didn't. It didn't have that either. N- no, fans came out. Um, the, the problem with that was, like, weird ownership stuff. Because that league couldn't figure out if it was a feeder league or if it was a developmental league or if it was an independent league. It was this whole production. Because... They would sign Kurt Warner is like the obvious one, right? Played for the Amsterdam Dragons or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was like, well, the Green Bay Packers want him right now. Like the the St. Louis Rams want him right now. And they're like, we can't go right now. And they're like, what's – so all these players were like, well, there's no point to even be over here. And all these owners were like, if we can't sign guys that we can keep, 
We're not going to sit here and just recycle through stuff. And then they couldn't split the money up right. So it ended up imploding on itself, which it won't do now. Like, it's too smart of a business. It'll be subsidized in a way. So whatever owners that they get over there, and I don't know if they're, the NFL is trying to get owners that want to be over there because the NFL hates Shad Khan. Like, the NFL does not want him around anymore. He's not one of the good old boys. He's, he's like, like the a, only one. He's the only one. Yeah. And they're like, you're the one who's got to go. You go to the corner. You sit in the corner. Well, I believe Shad Khan wants to be there. He already owns a football team there. Yeah, good point. Yeah, soccer. I mean, he's You're talking about soccer. Soccer, yeah. Football. Yeah. Do you team, know yeah. who I think would have a very valuable opinion on this very subject, actually? Would be our friend Mailman, friend of the show. Oh. Welcome to the program, Mailman, joining us on the Sports Animal Hotline. Good job, Tyler. Look at Tyler Get becoming a little radio thing. <laughs> Mailman, how are you? Dudenesses. Hey, Yo. I was just saying that that's, that's, that's who all this started. Jod Khan. He started all this. Just wait till next year, well, three years down the road, you have the Frankenstein, uh, <laughs> the Frankenstein monsters versus the uh, uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints, and 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 Justin Abair is over there throwing footballs and stuff. It's an ugly situation, ugly. It seems this like is it's not inevitable. Gonna be good. Not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. And for a lot of, like, three of those teams, they're going to be able to move throughout Europe and do whatever they want. And then the other one's going to get stuck in London, which isn't even part of the EU, and they're going to end up with all these weird, like, dumb hassles all the time, and their money won't be worth right because it's a pound and not a euro. And then it's like, how do you even get paid? Are you getting paid in U.S. doll hairs? Like, like how the NFLPA is like, listen, this is an extraneous circumstance. There's a war. Like, I'm not trying to even be that guy right now and get super weird and political. There is a huge war. Like we're gonna have the conversation right now. And then, what? and then, uh, I like how you uh, actually started to turn Van. Uh, you're, you're you're turning him to WWE face. You That's even slipped in Lana's entrance music, uh, and, and, <laughs> and Van doesn't even know what it is. He just not knows he likes it. Nope. Hey, and we talk about. You know, uh, hot take mailman. I love that so much. Uh, again, I love the I, I love the psychology of wrestling. I find it uh, wildly captivating. You talk about like we where are these big contract guys going to go? Are they do they want to pay taxes in California? What about paying taxes in New York? Paying taxes in Germany? Germany will tax you. Germany taxes millionaires yeah. over fifty percent. You're going to lose more than half of your money playing in Germany. You're going to lose like Don't worry about it. They can hide it in they can hide it in Munich in the Swiss banks. They'll never <laughs> they'll never know where the money is. That's a Whoever the every, one guy every, is. Every, every millionaire will put their money into the Swiss banks and nobody will ever know where the money is. Yeah, the what? the Bahama Raiders, but we just so happen to play in Munich. Right. <laughs> the the Jacksonville Jaguars of London. That's what it will end up being. And then you'll end up with one guy. They'll be, and this is like a real person. This, the, and they'll have a stupid name like Colonel. You'll end up with one guy that knows how to make the money work. Like, and he's going to get all those weird insider receipts and power and, and all this stuff. And then at the end, we're going to get the best 30 for 30 ever. Like, that'll, that'll, be, that'll be years down the road, but it will be excellent. Because NFL 
in Europe. I want to say NFL Europe, but that was already a thing. And if the NFL in Europe is going to be an established thing at some point, and still the Los Angeles Chargers will not have won a Super Bowl, and someone in Europe will have. I I, I got the perfect title for that thirty to thirty for thirty. The day right. NFL Europe died. Yes, that's not bad at all. <laughs> hey, all- hey, mailman! Did you know that Germany is the leading steel producer in all of Europe? Welcome the black and yellow to Germany, the I Munich Steelers. No, 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 <laughs> no! The Roonies will never let that happen. <laughs> Money, baby. The Roonies will never let that happen. Even though I got a cousin that lives in Germany. Um, he loves it over there, but I'm like, uh, he's from New York. He uh, what? He used what to time work does he wake up to watch? The, what time does he wake up to watch the Jets? I have no idea, but he he used to live in New York, and uh, he used to complain about the parking and the price of uh, houses oh, and stuff like that out in in New York sure. City. And he's over in he's over in Germany now. His job moved him over there, and he's loving life. The, well, and the thing is, the reason I'm saying this is there's an eight-hour time difference from the Pacific time zone to London. Like that is that's not a short amount of time. Like if you're on if you're on the West Coast and you want to watch your West Coast team play in London, what time you got to wake up for that? Or do you only Four play night morning. games? You only play night games over in London. Like is that is that an advantage? Is that not an advantage? Okay, I, I'm into I'm that competitive stuff. Weird. I'm going to tell you something that's weird. I, I went to Guam, and it was the same year that the uh, Buccaneers and the Raiders played the Super Bowl. So instead of watching it on Super Bowl Sunday, I watched it on Super Bowl Monday. Uh-huh. Dang. Now, guess how crazy that was. <laughs> Mail Literally, the best, I could brother. have called any of my friends over in the U.S. and found out how the game went and just watched it again on Monday. That's not how that works. That's my time zone joke, Mel, man. Good job. <laughs> Catch you later, brother. <laughs> That's a good friend of the show. I like everything about him. I like every single thing about him. I'm out on NFL Europe. Unless they somehow take a team away from Stan Kroenke, then I'm back in. Look. <laughs> That's funny. You already have the answer. We're already doing it. We have a 17-game schedule, eight home games, eight away games, one neutral game. We put every team plays a game all around the world. It's mm-hmm. not just London and Germany. We do every year, Mexico City, Canada, Brazil, you think Rio de Janeiro. Like we go a- everywhere across the world. Australia. Australia, New Zealand, Asia. You think how, how sick would a Tokyo game be? You know how much Incredible. fun you know how much fun is baseball in Japan and mm-hmm. Korea? Imagine how bonkers they would go over an NFL game. Tokyo uh, Tokyo Dome, 120,000 people watching the friggin' Chiefs and Steelers go at it. That would be phenomenal. But having like oh. having teams that are always there, that's stupid. Or hear me out. Hear me out, man. You move the entire NFC or AFC South to Europe. And replace it with four other cities in the South? No, I'm saying like... Are you, you, punish, like the, are you the, punishing the South for Bob Huggins right now? Is that what you're yes, doing? Yes, I am. Okay. The Barcelona, the Barcelona <laughs> Colts and the London Jaguars and the Dublin Texans, like I think this thing works. 
This okay. is like a really good plan. Dublin Texans is phenomenal. I, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. What's a good, what's a good, uh, the, the Munich Texans. Like that is, <laughs> I can't think of other Europe names right now for the Vatican Texans. Yeah. Like, that's these beautiful. are all, these are excellent. And then the AFC South is just over there. They're just, they're fine. Like leave them do their thing. The, hey, the, hey, Rome. What are we going to name our our football team? I don't know. Look what Houston did. How about the Rome Italians? That's I'm, <laughs> if you were to be like the Rome Titans, that's mm. not that far off. No, it's very close. That's very the Vienna Titans is a cool name for a team. Budapest Titans, let's go. It'd be Greece, wouldn't it? Does that Greek not count myth- as Europe? Greek mythology or Roman mythology? I don't. I don't Budacrest, I don't care. Like I'm Budacrest. None of this matters to me. Also, hey, someone who super supports Bob Huggins, who's texting the Sports Animal text line right now, 505-246-0610. No, you don't get the Moscow Titans. You don't get them. <laughs> Leave them out. Yeah, Greek. Titans are Greek. Thank Titans you. are Greek. Yeah. The Athens Titans. Even more appropriate. Super appropriate. Yeah. Again, all of this under the understanding that there's a gigantic war currently going on. Stop going to Europe. Just stay over here for now. Go back to Europe later. Not now. Yeah, wait wait it out. It might get a little spicier. You know what we could do? We could wait for the end of one war. <laughs> this one or the next one? Like, I know our energy on this. We're pro-war for some reason. And why do these teams always got to play away games during a war? Oh, yeah. Because America always plays away games when there's a war. Oh, yeah. We didn't put no war. We had war at home one time. Didn't, didn't like it. <laughs> Wasn't into it. Well, te- technically, technically for the wars at home, we're, we're 500. <laughs> Not a losing record. That's a fact. And the game of worldwide wars, and I'm not talking world wars. Okay. America's record's not as good as you think America's record is. Sure. Like, there, there's a lot of people that are, like, uh, undefeated in world wars. Low-key, that's true. Sure. Like, that, no, no, no. that stat is very good. Okay, hold on. World wars, we're the Mariano Rivera of world oh, yeah. wars. We're the Bring clo- them in. We're the closers. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we didn't start this war. We weren't mm-hmm. there at the beginning. Mm-mm. We sure as hell came in and finished the thing. That's very Billy Joel of you. Yeah, play some inner Sandman. Let's go to war. <laughs> Wars fought in, like, Southeast Asia, we don't do well. No, oh, no, horrible. That's the worst no. place for us. We do That's so the poorly there. Yeah. Hey, wars fought in the Middle East, not our thing. Not great. <laughs> not not great. great. Not the track record you're looking yeah. for. Yep. No, yeah. matter, no matter what we say on ships, Mm-mm. we're not doing great. The eastern coastline of Africa did not go as smoothly as you think it did. Nope. Listen to your CCR. We got, we got Josh Hart in it back, though. It's cool. <laughs> change it, I'm, I'm going to change the Iron Varsity to the Iron Varsity of movies that actors from Black Hawk Down were better in than Black Hawk Down. <laughs> That's a good one. Also, it was kind of star-studded for real. Like, it's got a bunch of dudes in it. Yeah, it's pretty legendary. Yeah, it's insanely legendary. It's insanely legendary to invade a country 
get sad about it, and then make a movie about it 20 years later. That's insanely legendary. Put it at the top. <laughs> Stupid war. Fuck, I hate war. <sighs> Baseball talk when we get back. Because you love the Orioles. I do. I'm rooting for them so hard. I don't I'm rooting it. for them so hard. We already went through this with the Rays. It, there's no point. Like, it's not special. Are you talking it's about close to special. Are you talking about 2023 World Series champion Tampa Bay Rays? Is that the one you're referring to? Lots of teams have won the World Series. That's no big deal to me. Only one team didn't start the season off undefeated with the best record in the history of baseball. That's the Tampa Bay loser Rays. Still in first. Baltimore Orioles talk whenever we get back. What? Two men on. 95.9 FM. All right, whenever you text me today, Van, because I'm not in Albuquerque, I'm in St. Louis. Uh Uh-huh. Whenever you text me today and you said Baltimore Orioles, I thought you were going to want to talk about how they're playing the Rays tonight. I thought you were going to want to talk about how they're sitting second in the American League East, which, by the way, all those teams are well over 500 and it's the most competitive division in all sports. I thought you were going to want to talk about how they're bringing up closers from AAA that are like now mainstays at the major league level. But then whenever I Googled what was going on today, it's because they're putting a splash zone in their fan section. That is correct. I am a child and I find this fascinating. Uh, And I want to play. I want to play too. Can I go to Baltimore and play with my bird bros? Left field section, 86, $20 tickets. Celebrate like the Orioles on extra base hits in the all-new Bird Bass Splash Zone. <laughs> so the Baltimore Orioles this year in the dugout, they have the Bird Bath Celebration. Ugh. All of their celebrations are somehow water-related because uh-huh. it's all Bird Bath stuff. Yes. Awful. Awful. Yes. Awful. They got the sprinklers, and then they cut holes in water bottles and shoot each other, and then they got the um, they rebranded it. When you hit a home run, uh, you take a shot out of the, uh, oh, God, what are they calling it? It's um, a beer bong. I mean, they used to call it the dong bong, but now it's called uh, Homer it's a hose. hose. It's a Homer it's a hose. It's a Homer hose. So okay. It was a dong bong. Now it's a Homer hose. But, yeah, you hit a home run, you take a shot out of the Homer hose, or, like, everything is water-related, and now the Orioles, in the genius marketing-level scheme here, they have a whole section in the outfield where you can hang out, and for every double, triple, or home run, you'll get sprayed with water, just like the dudes in the dugout are doing. Tyler, it is genius. They do, Tyler, they do the little move where you, like, gleek, like, water through your teeth. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. It's a, they do the move where the king of kings, the game, Triple H, comes out, and he just, like, spits water into the air before he enters the ring. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? It yeah, just, yeah. It creates, it creates like, a little mist of, of, of water, a little cloud, and then there's a little rainbow through it, and I'm kind of about that life, so I'm into that. But you not at all wanted Van to talk about the success of the Baltimore Orioles on the field. You wanted to talk about how the Baltimore Orioles – Will now spray you with a hose if you go to a baseball game. <laughs> that is correct. Wear your white T-shirt. Put your put your cell phone in a plastic baggie. Grab a oat soda and go have a blast in Baltimore because they did this absolutely correctly. And the city of Baltimore and Orioles fans friggin' deserve this. 
What they should do they're is they're 10 games meet. over 500. They're in second place. They're they're right behind the Tampa Bay Rays who won a bazillion games in a row to playing start the today. season. They're playing literally right now as we speak and you have to show up though like Paddington Bear. You have to show up like um like in the in the yellow rain jacket and the yellow rain hat, you know what I'm talking about? Not even. Like yeah, Top, pop, like, <laughs> pop them pop them tops off. Let's party. You know what they could do to make this no. thing a real blast is <laughs> like Paddington. what? <laughs> you know, is that what it's called? You know I what see. No, that's totally yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. Uh, what did I say? Section eighty six. Yep. I think like what? If, what if like you like you get to the the venue and then they have a big wheel like on the on the scoreboard and it spins and then whatever whatever one it is, it's at random. But that's the yeah. That's like when you go to SeaWorld. That's the splash zone now. And then everyone comes down with those little pumper super soaker things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. And they just, they just start doing you down on extra base hits. And there should be multiple ones. I mean, there should be a super soaker. There should be you have to hit the dong bong. Excuse me, Homer hose. <laughs> yeah. Or like you have like a bunch of people. Like I don't condone this. This is a, you know not very hygienic. But you have like fake gleek. I believe it's called gleeking when you do the below the tongue thing. You have like fake gleeking guns, like water guns. Uh, that's for you a should... fan base, and that's a group of like five college dudes, and they're just gleeking out the whole game. Correct. Like that's their move. Yeah. Now the one that's being missed here, which is the obvious one, is not the in one a I post, do... not in a post COVID world. Are we going to do no, that? But something similar. Well, hey, also May the eleventh, COVID is over. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, so yeah that totally. The big announcement. The the one I grew up with, because I grew up in a river community. We had a bunch of rivers where I grew up. Mm -hmm. And I grew up playing in the river. Like, I grew up, like, floating and canoeing and, like, uh, rafts and all that stuff. We did the Louisville Chugger. Have I talked about this on air? Very much so, yes. Okay. I, I'm please, go again. I'm, I'm unaware. I need to know what that is. All right, I'll walk you through it, Tyler. We're going to go a little long on this one. Okay. So the Louisville Chugger is you get a wiffle ball bat, and you cut out the bottom handle of the wiffle ball bat. Okay. Cool. Then you take one, like, Fred Weiser, and you pour it into the wiffle ball bat, okay? Okay. And then if you pour it slowly, it doesn't super foam on you, but if you pour it quickly, it gets a lot of terrible head, and yeah, it's awful. right, 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 right. Cool. Right, right. So then you have to drink the Louisville chugger from the bat. Mm -hmm. And the amount of seconds that it takes you to drink your Fred Weiser from the bat is the number of rotations you have to do head down on the bat in a circle. Yep. And then your friend Van takes the discarded Fred Weiser can, smashes it down the way that you smash a can down, and then he pitches it to you after you get done spinning on top of your Louisville chugger. And if you don't at least hit it, I'm not talking put it in play. You can foul it off. That's fine. Any contact. Any contact. Cricket rules. You have to, you have to do it again. Oh, my uh -huh. God. It's the most brilliant game in the history of all drinking games. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I guess it could be brilliant. And in a, in a river. Go that's going to be the game that decides the championship round in the two men on beer Olympics. Yes. It sounds like something that we would do to terrorists when we need information. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> but a pass. In a, in a river, you just fall into the water and you're fine. Like on land, I've never really played it. I assume there's, a, there's like a treacherous level to it. But in the river, no big deal. You just a lot of cactus out here. Yeah, <laughs> Fred, why'd you hit that Segoro? <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong part of the country, but close.
I ask me to name a different cactus, dude. Name a different cactus. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool would be if Toronto tonight just just puts a lot of them over the heart of the plate. Cool would be if Toronto tonight just just for like the betterment of the baseball in our talk show. So stoked. If, if, they, if they just caked a few in there. There's going to be so many sweet highlights tomorrow. Oh, God. And, and everyone sitting in the Gleek seats are like, oh, this is terrible. I'm so what? You got to know going in. The ticket, the, the ticket takers have to like warn you like before you buy your ticket. They're like, look, you got an 86, Janice. You don't look like a splash zone lady. You, <laughs> you don't want to be in the birdbath, Janice. It's like, when you get on an, it's like when you get on an airplane and they're like, like you can't sit in the edge, exit row unless you verbally say yes to like uh-huh. the flight attendant. Exactly. <laughs> so they sit everyone down. It's who's the Orioles mascot with the Philly fanatic Oriole, whoever <laughs> they come out, but they don't talk, so they can't even use the megaphone. I don't know who's gonna instill these rules. Oh, too good. Just Tyler, don't, just don't bring a mogwai. What is a mogwai? That's the good gremlin. He gets wet and he turns into a gremlin. Don't Why bring, do don't, bring that, a, don't bring a don't bring a mogwai. Why do you know that's what that's called? Because I was a child once. You didn't grow up with gremlins, you loser? I would have just said furry gremlin. The good gremlin? Yeah, good baby-faced gremlin. Okay, baby-faced <laughs> like, gremlin. Yeah, white meat gremlin, like that one. Yeah, knowing the like biological <laughs> name of the gremlin is 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 out there. I'm not going to lie. Like knowing it's like Latin origin to I every I thought everyone knew that. I did not. Well, these shows my I, genius. If I own tickets in this section, I'm reselling them because I would pay any amount of money to get into this thing. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. Did you know the good Grimman was named Mogwai? Wait, that's his name, or that's the species name? It's the species. Like the species. Yeah. What is his name? What is whose name? Is it Gizmo? I feel like it's, it's Gizmo. Giz, it's Gizmo. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Gizmo's the name, Mogwai is the species. Hey, first of all, you jerk off van. Don't say it's Gizmo. Like, that's the thing I should. Like, I felt like I did a good job of recalling that. Like, we're <laughs> okay, a that's a, You really knocked me down here. Gizmo is a good silver medal to Mogwai. Good job with your gremlins knowledge. These would both. For, if we're playing Geeks Who Drink, both of these answers would be in the round. For the gremlins for, round. If there is a if there's a trivia night around town that's doing specific 1980s sci-fi films, I don't want to go. That's not my that's not my strong suit. It's not my familier. I don't I get confused is never ending story a story or is it a story about a story being told to a little boy? I have no idea. Okay, well I'd like to think it's both. That's why it makes sense to me, because mm-hmm. all the stuff that doesn't make sense, you're like, oh, this is the interpretation of the little kid. And then you end up with a weird movie like Legion, and you're like, or not Legion, is that the L- one with Legend, Will- the one Legend? With, the one with the uh, scary, uh, what's his name, Tim, not uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry? Yeah, Tim Curry, Satan. Yeah. That, one, like, well, that, that one, one got dark. Yeah, this movie's just preposterous. Killed a like, unicorn. Well, hold on. This isn't the Kentucky Derby. Just kill a horse. Church, Tyler, take us, take us up to the top of the hour, if you would. You're the best. <laughs> Where we get back, we got to cram a lot into just one hour. We're going to lead off with this J.J. Reddick to the Raptors van. It's not official, but it's in the works. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.